You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Good evening. My name is Casey Esmond. Thank you so much for tuning in to our midweek service tonight. I know a lot of you are probably just getting off of work, probably had a long day, and it's a great time that we have this opportunity to connect with God and, and to hear a message. And as you know, our theme for this year is called Encouraged by the Spirit. And some of you may know that it's something that we live by. You know, the Spirit, it guides us. We live by the Spirit. And it's a great way for us to be connected to God. And I just hope that as you've been hearing great messages from Robert and from Reese, that you are encouraged by the Spirit. And tonight, I'm going to be speaking on the Spirit of the Scripture, unleashing the Word of God. And in 1 Corinthians 2.10, which is one of my favorite scriptures, it reads, These are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. You know, here Paul, he, he describes the Spirit as something that is searching the someone, not even something, someone that is searching the, the things of God. And when I think about the things of God, even the deep things of God, I'm, wow, you know, it's amazing that we, we have this God who created this world, who, who, who sent his son to die on the cross for us. And Paul is telling us that the scripture reveals all things, the deep things of God. And that's encouraging because the spirit is what bridges the communication gap between us and God. And the spirit searches and and helps us to understand what is spiritual and makes it possible for us to perceive it. The Spirit, it guides us through the Word of God and reveals the deep things of God. So I hope that's encouraging to you. I hope that you understand how the Spirit works and it, it is a powerful thing like Reese talked about on Sunday. And I pray as we hear this message uh, this evening, that encourages our soul. And when I think about the word unleash, I think about a time where I was on the on a basketball team. I played basketball for in my in middle school and then high school and and I had one job. My job was to shoot the basketball and my teammates had this running joke. They were like they would say, "Coach, we're down. Let's 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 unleash Casey. Let's let's get him in the game and and have him light him up, you know." And I would get out there. My job was to to unleash as much shots as I can to get us back in the game or or get us that W. And there's times where I had some great moments where I was put on and and I would a pick would be set for me and I would shoot the ball and I'll make the winning shot. That that happened to me quite a few times. But the, the point was that I use what God has given me. I wasn't the fastest guy on the court. I wasn't the, the most talented guy on the basketball court. But one thing that I practiced every day was to shoot the basketball, and it, it worked out great for me. And I was the coach. He would unleash me onto the court, and I would do my job. The definition that I have here for the word unleash is to allow or to direct someone or something to work against someone or someone else as forcefully or intensely as possible, intensely as possible, you know, to release from a leash or restrain. You know, I think about something that, that cannot be contained. You know, the word of God cannot 
be contained. And I believe that the Spirit is calling us to unleash the Word of God. You know, I read a cool quote saying that the Spirit gives inspiration, the Word gives information, and together they both bring transformation. And to understand that the Spirit and the Word are working together. Even in the beginning, let's go back in the book of Genesis, and it says, In the beginning, God created heavens and earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the water. God said, Let there be light, and there was light. You know, we see God and the Spirit, God's Word and the Spirit working together. And that's why I believe this is an important topic that we understand that we need God's Word in our lives today more than ever with everything that is going on in this world. You know, in Hebrews 4.12 says, For the Word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and it judges the thought the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. You know, two things I want to talk about tonight. One, I want to talk about unleashing God's word in your life. And also unleashing the word of God through your actions. And I'm going to end it on how it both changes the hearer, the hearer and the speaker. Please pray with me and let's get into it. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much, God, for this opportunity to present your word. God, I pray as we hear the message that we understand that it's coming from you, God. It's coming from your mouth. The word of God is alive. The word of God is is active. And I pray as we are being encouraged by your spirit, we're allowing the spirit to guide us through your word. Be with me as I preach the message, as I share the message with with, with you guys tonight, Father, and please continue to be with us. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. So I said we I will be talking about unleashing God's word into your life. You know, the word of God is alive. You know, when you think about something being alive, you think of some, about something that's, that has life to it, that's not dead. You know, the word of God is not dead. It's something that lives on forever. It's been around even... From the beginning, and it still applies to us to this day, and it will still be alive for our for our children, our children, children, our children, children, and so on. God's word never dies; it's constantly alive. You know, in Ezekiel thirty-seven, we're going to read about the land of the dry bones. In Ezekiel thirty-seven, verse one, says, "The hand of the Lord was on me." And he brought me out of this out, out by the spirit of the Lord and sent me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord has said to these bones. I will make breath, I will make breath enter you, and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you, and you will come to life. 
Then you will know that I am the Lord. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy the son of man and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord say. Come, breathe from the four winds and the breath into these slains. slains. Then I say, then they may live. Verse 10. So I prophesied as he commanded me and the breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They said, Our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, This is what the Lord, this is what the sovereign Lord said. My people, I am going to open the grave and bring you up from them, and I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you will say, My people will know that I am the Lord. And when I open your graves and bring you up from them, I will put a spirit in you and you will live and I will settle in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done it, declares the Lord. Yeah, we, we just read a lot here, but there's so much in this in this in these scriptures. You know, it's a great example of of something that that was dead. You know, the, the dry bones, uh, no life to it, you know, dried up. And, and the word of God, what it did, it brought these, these bones to life. You know, something that was dead to, came alive. You know, when we, we see the process here, we see something that was, was it's almost like a reversal thing, right? Something that's dead coming to life. Only by the word of God, the breath of God came back into them. And I bet that was exciting news for Israel. You know, and I know for us, it's life-changing. You know, there is life in the Word of God. You know, are you feeling dry? Are you in the need for some liveliness, for some encouragement? I know for me, when I'm in that type of mindset and I, I feel like there is no hope, you know, like the Scripture said that they were no, there were no hope, you know, I always turn to the Word of God to, to bring me back, to give me the the energy that I need, the the hope that I need. And I appreciate the fact that I have God's word and understanding that is something that brings life. You know, when my wife, she makes, when she cooks dinner and I take a bite out of it, I'm like, man, this food brings life to me. You know, it's something that is, that is good. And that's the word of God. And John 6, 6.63 says, the spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of spirit and life. In Philippians 3, 3.16, Paul calls it the word of life. Not only it's alive, but it's life-giving. It's a life-giving word. You know, have you ever heard a song or, or see a movie once or twice and you might have gotten tired of it? I don't know, maybe, maybe some of us have our favorite movie that we can watch over and over. I know for me, one thing I can watch over and over is The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. That's something that I can never get tired of. But sometimes there are some things that we may get tired of, you know, if it's food, if it's a certain music, a certain clothing. There are certain things that we probably get tired of. But the Word of God is something that we, 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 don't, we should not get tired of. You know, something that never goes out of date. It's always have something to say to us. The word of God is alive. And so we have to recognize it. We have to recognize 
what how alive the word of God is, that the word of God will accomplish whatever God wants it to. Whatever God says, it will be done. When God speaks, whatever he speaks happens. Whatever he says happens. You know, the original word for, um, the Greek word for living, it means to have life or alive. You know, the word of God is alive because God is a living God. Here in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12, it says, See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you have a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. You know, in Matthew 13, verse 1, verse, verse 1 to 23, you could write it down for if you're taking notes. But in that par- it talks about the parable of the sower. And Jesus, he compares God's word to, to a seed. Right? And we know what that means. Uh, the seed is, is a living or- organism, right? It, it, when you spread it and you plant it in the soil, it, it produces abundance, abundance, abundance life. It grows, and it and you see how alive something so small, right? And it, it it grows, and you see the life in it. And that's how God word is. You know, the word of God is is alive. You know, it's it's active in our life. That what I'm going to talk about next. You know, the word of God is active in our lives. You know, what what does that mean? Something that that is active. You know, something that. You know, that keeps on going, that it doesn't stop, that it produces different things. You know, here's the Greek word for active, you know, and it's powerful. It's, it's to me, it's dynamic, right? It's full of energy. You know, um, it does not, it, it does, it does the things that no human can possibly do. It touches where no one else can touch. You know, I think about, um, news, news articles, you know, that can inform us for different things. We can read the newspaper and it may inform us, you know, or we can have a, a read a great book that may motivate us or a poetry that may captivate us. But I believe that the word of God can change us and also change the world. But one thing, there's one thing of, of being spiritually dead, right? And then now being spiritually alive, the question is, you know, what are we going to do with it? You know, what are we going to do with our lives knowing that we have the Word of God and knowing that the Word of God is alive in us? You know, it's very important that we understand that the Word of God is active. And what does that mean? You know, I think about how is the Word of God active in my life? I think about putting into practice what I read and also sharing it. You know, in James one twenty two. It says, do not merely listen to the word of God and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. You know, the word of God is something that that we need to live out actively in our lives. The Bible talks about, says to watch our life and doctrine closely. You know, something that we don't just read, that we, we obey. We live it out. And that's why important, it's important for us to, to read our words so we understand how to live, how to What's right from wrong? You know, um, the Bible calls us to do many things, to, to confess our sins, to get open. You know, and it's very important that we, we live out the word, that the word of God is actively working in our lives. You know, to live a spirit-filled life and not to live by the flesh. And that's why I believe the spirit it helps us through that process. It helps us to, or guides us through the word of God. That way, when we're reading our word, you know, we're understanding, okay, this is what, this is how I need to live. I need to apply God's word in my life, and it should show. You know, I think about 
having respect for the Word of God. You know, when I read the Word of God, I, I know if I'm reading it and I'm not living it out, I feel like I'm disrespecting God. You know, that's just me. You know, I think I have to have respect for God's Word where I am living His Word out. You know, I remember one time where I was at basketball camp and I got into got into trouble and, and the place that my coach was using was a, was a church building and they had different rooms where they had Bibles in there and I, I got, got into some trouble and the coach had told me to go cool off and I remember going into one of those rooms and I saw a Bible on the, on the stand and I, I, you know, I took, I opened it, I looked at it and I just kind of tossed it and, and started walking out the, back out, walking back to basketball practice and then something hit me, you know, I turned and I ran back, I grabbed that Bible, I dusted off, you know, I put it back where it needs to be, I walked back out the room, then I went back again and just made sure that it was right, you know, it was just something about the Bible made me feel like I need I needed to have respect for it, you know, I needed to make sure that I didn't disrespect it by throwing it, like I had to put it back where I found it neatly, and I feel like that's how the Word of God is for me. You know, something that I have great respect for and I live it out. And I do not um, only read it, but I act on it as well. You know, and also what's also cool about it that we're able to share God's word. You know, it's important to read it, but also to share it. You know, in Mark sixteen fifteen, it says, he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. And if we don't know what to say or don't know what, what to do in these situations where we're out there sharing the word of God, and Luke 12, 12 says, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. You know, and that's what the Spirit does. Have you ever been in a situation where you don't know what to say or don't remember the scripture and then all of a sudden it hits you and it comes back to you? You know, and that's the Holy Spirit you know, revealing God's word in us, you know, understand that the word of God is active. It cannot be contained, you know, so when we have the word of God, we should also share as much as we can because the world needs God's word, you know, and I feel like when we have the word of God, it's important that we spread it, we share it to the world, you know, when we see a good movie, we share about it, right, you know, when I just recently saw a Marvel movie and I was you know, sharing my, to my wife about it. I was excited about it, you know, and, and just excited about the, 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 how it's set up for the rest of the movies to come. But that's how it should be for the Word of God. You know, we should be excited about it to, to share what God has been revealing to us and to reveal truth to people. You know, God's Word is the Word of truth. You know, here's some, some quotes that says, God forbid that I should travel with anyone, anybody, a quarter of an hour without speaking of Christ to them. When a man is filled with the word of God, you cannot you cannot keep him still. If a man if if a man has got the word, he must speak or die. You know that's or not right there. I was like, wow, that's pretty intense. You know, but for me, it, it just shows the importance of sharing God's word. It's something that we just don't keep for ourselves. We share about it. You know, think about someone that, that that reached out to you. You know, we didn't we weren't born a disciple, right? We didn't wake up and we decided to make Jesus Lord of our lives. Somebody reached out to us, um, or we must we, we heard the word of God and, and, and went after it and asked 
ask someone to study the Bible with us, or we were in the grocery store and, and somebody came to us and invited us to an event or a church or a Bible study, you know, God's word was active in that moment. And it talked to you and it pulled you in and it revealed itself to you where you started studying the word of God and, and the scriptures are constantly being revealed to you. And you make a decision to, to make Jesus Lord of your life because you you're starting to the, come out of this this dark place that you're in, or or whatever situation you're in, you're, you're now seeing the right way to live. But you're also understanding that God loves you, that He sent His Son to die on the cross for you. You know, so someone was actively sharing God's word, and you've heard it, you've got approached, and now you're 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 a disciple, maybe for twenty years, thirty years, you know. Uh, yesterday, I, I, I turned 12 years in the faith, you know. Sometimes I can't even believe that I've been 12 years spiritually. To be honest, I, f- I feel like I've been a disciple all my life because at some point I forget about all these other, you know, prior becoming a disciple because I'm so focused on living for God. And I just appreciate the 12 years of the ups and downs, the challenges, you know, brothers in my life that's, that, that's been challenging me and calling me higher and having an opportunity to share God's message with you, you know, it's definitely um, a great experience. And I, I you know, I, I just appreciate God just using someone to share the word with me. I've always heard God's word growing up, but studying the Bible, it really revealed how to really live for God. You know, the Word of God, it changes both the hearers and the speakers. And as we were reading in Hebrews 4, you know, we started in verse 12, but it ended with saying that the Word of God is sharper than any double-edged sword. It separates the truth from the lie by sharply cutting to the quick. It can cause someone to sharply change their direction of life. You know, also the word penetrates even the divided soul and spirit joints and marrow. You know, it it penetrates our joints, but even down to the marrow of our bones, you know, spiritually speaking, right? It cuts that deep and enters the depths of our hearts and intention. And lastly, the word of God judges the thoughts and attitudes of our hearts. It has a capacity to judge not just our thoughts, but also our very motives, attitudes, and intentions. You know, I used to always say, man, that preacher or that speaker, you know, brought, made the word of God come alive. You know, that, you know, whoever spoke the word of God, they really made or brought the word of God alive. And then it hits me that the word of God is always alive. It's always active. You know, we don't make the word of God come alive. The word of God is already alive. It makes us come alive. You know, when we hear the word of God, we come alive. It produces something. You know, the Bible does say in Romans ten seventeen that faith comes from hearing the message, which is how we continually grow by we're reading our Bible, we're growing in our faith, and the word of God is constantly working. It's constantly moving. It's, and the spirit is helping us, helping us through that. 
So that's how it changes both the hearers and the speakers. So when we hear something that is good for you, you know, I'm getting older, you know, my, you know, my birthday is tomorrow and I'm getting older and I'm hearing that, you know, certain things are good for me and, you know, take vitamins. I'm okay, good. I just want to consume everything that's good for me to help me stay healthier and live longer for my children. You know, but the word of God is good for us. You know, the word of God is alive. It's active. It's, it's full of power. You know, it can discern, discern and release truth into our lives. It exposes, judges, and analyzes the purpose of the heart. Then it rewrites, it renews, and changes our perception of reality, aligning it with the view of God, with God's view. You know, that's the amazing truth. You know, Paul said it best. He said, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a workman who does not who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handle, handles the word of truth. You know, when we read our word, we definitely know that this the word of truth, how we present it, how we live by it, knowing that it comes from God. And as we study and we apply the scriptures, we show ourselves that we are approved by God. Handling the word, releasing it, sharing the word of truth along with the Holy Spirit guiding us. The word of God is good for all of us. And I pray as we continue our day or continue our, the rest of our week, we allow the, God, the word of God to work in us. As my title of my lesson, to be unleashed in our lives and allow the Holy Spirit to guide us and to understand that it's a transformation process and it also helps us transform others. Thank you so much. I hope that you enjoyed tonight's midweek and have a great time on your Zoom. Have a good night. You've just listened to the Metro LA podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit MetroLARegion.com.